Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 610, and we have plugins for banning bots with a hammer while ordering up your post types and some WordPress news hmm. all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in greater southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Ember Overall. And we have the usual great show for you today. If you missed out on the uh, pre-stream, it was a rather entertaining talk about harvesting stuff, so you might want to go check it out, just for the fun of learning about all the crap you can harvest from your garden. Other than that, <laughs> I really don't have all that much today. So, you know, I will just... Uh, Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to have to change that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm surprised you don't have it as like a clip on your phone. You just don't point it at me. Eh, too it. much effort, honestly. Just too much effort. <laughs> so welcome to episode 610, WordPress Plugin Zen. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you. Some recent news in both the WordPress world and the tech world in general, and some awesome WordPress tips. October is on its way here, which means Thanksgiving is right around the corner, at least for here in Canada. I think it's November in the U.S.? Yes. Yes, November in the U.S. Okay. Also, uh, yeah, I think I think John did just forget where he was. That's why he had to pause there and think. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling up and down the island too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty happy about Thanksgiving just being around the corner, but we already have the Halloween stuff out. Usually, I mean, shouldn't it be? It should be like Thanksgiving, then Halloween, then yeah. whatever holidays after that, That's rather than Halloween. And then just kind of skip over the whole Thanksgiving thing. I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's the way it used to work. That's kind of what I thought. Although, I have to admit, for for Halloween, I'm not too upset because I totally go and search for house decorations and stuff in the Halloween section only. It's it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be able to find some really good Halloween plugins this year. Last year was kind of lame. Yeah, well, it depends on whether anyone's introduced any new ones. I mean, we've been working with some that were created 8, 10, 12, 14 years ago. This is true. Well, a couple of reminders before we start the show today. Remember that the show starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with the pre-stream starting about 12.15-ish Pacific time. Pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and just warm up our voices. Sometimes we have a great conversation. Sometimes we have an informative conversation like today with the tomatoes. Our show notes for each episode can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. The new show notes will be up within 24 hours and they'll be on our front page for you. And don't forget, this is a value for value show and that you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers. We need you to help us to produce. So get on out there, hit some like button, share an episode or two, let people know that you help to produce the longest running WordPress plugins podcast. That's it for reminders. And don't forget to stick around to the end of the show. Sometimes you'll get some actually life-altering advice in the tech world. 
Sometimes I ask really awesome questions. So, on to this week's featured artist. Alrighty. I believe Greg's graphics. No, Alamus, whatever that one is. A-L-E. You never put the right name in. I never changed the name. What? Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. Sometimes I remember to change the name. Sometimes I don't. You're supposed to double check. Don't you know that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Greg's graphics. It's uh, not sure who that is. It's Alan. Angel Lemu. Angel Lemu. There we go. Thank yeah, you. That's Angel a, Lemu. That's A Lemu. So. Yeah, a Lemu. Angel Lemu. So it's <laughs> Angel's graphics. Well, Angel is pretty awesome. I like his work. Mm-hmm. And this week's piece, I think, is pretty awesome. When you look at the picture, the way our logo is placed in the hands kind of reminds me of a pet. Mm. <laughs> our logo is a pet. It's adorable. Yes, it is rather adorable. It's, it's, it's had all kinds of fun with that logo <laughs> ever since it was created by one of our listeners like a, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's an awesome logo. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, if there's anybody out there who feels inspired by this really cute piece right here, feel free to go and send in some art to us at WPPlugins. It is at .com slash artwork. You can also check out the art vault yourself, which may hopefully inspire you to send in more art. Because we're right now, we're still digging into our art vaults and pulling up older stuff. We would love to have some new stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Buddha. Lo- the Buddha looks like his head is dropped into his lap, except he has another head. <laughs> mm-hmm, pretty much. It is a good photo of a Buddha, though. It is. All right. Well, let's uh, wander off. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. All right, so since we don't really have a WordPress vulnerability report from iThemes, uh, I went to a place called Patchstack, which it's a, it's a well-known place. It's where a lot of places get their information, but I've never liked the way they set up their information, so I didn't go there regularly. iThemes still has not put out a new report since August 31st. Not sure what's going on. Maybe they're just <clears throat> not going to do it anymore. Maybe. Well iThemes has some information. Um, You scroll down there, you can see what the issue is. They tell you a bit about what the issue is, like uh, let's go with iFolders, cross-scripting and vulnerability. So you can click on them to get more information, and it tells you how long ago it was, tells you what's going on, whether it's a plugin or a theme. So it's it's a good list to, to go ahead and take a look through. Yeah, it's not as nice and convenient as uh the vulnerability report was. But. Uh, it, it takes a little getting used to just to fully comprehend it, but it does give you the same kind of information. Now you can sort them by severity. Oh, dear. Hamdian said no vulnerability report, then everything must be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only. If only that was true. <clears throat> so something that I found interesting... This is the next thing we have. Patchstack reports 404 vulnerabilities affecting 1.6 million sites to a WordPress.org plugins team. Now, usually Patchstack does not go directly to, the, to WordPress, except as a last resort when dealing with challenging case. However, in many cases this time around, there was zero contact information for the vendors, or there was no response to communication attempts. 
The issue has been dubbed zombie plugins pandemic. <laughs> well, that was bound to happen. Yeah. Because you got to remember, I I had a tough time finding a plugin this week because I'd used up most of all my lists that I'd gathered up in the spring. And the big problem was is that I was finding a lot of old plugins, abandoned plugins, and I wasn't going to go for anything that hadn't been updated in the last year or two at the worst. But I was running into some old stuff. And remember, a lot of the plugins WordPress uses and have been used, they were created back in the early magic days when most of the developers were still in college and they needed experience and they'd create these fun mm -hmm. things. That's where we got all the fun games and all yeah. the fun Halloween stuff and everything else. Nobody, There's nobody creating that stuff anymore. You know, because they're no longer wanting to just put stuff out there for the fun of putting it out there. So it was bound to happen that... Uh, they get it. You know, these guys in college, they get a job with the big boys and they go off and make their six figures a year doing their coding. It's like, yeah, screw that plugin. It's not important mm -hmm. anymore. So unless somebody but, picks up the ball and runs with it, it's gone, gone forever. But at the same time, it's still floating around out there, yeah. completely abandoned. Completely abandoned and people are still using it. Mm -hmm. I've had to start cleaning up very old websites of stuff in the last year. I've had to start cleaning up websites of old plugins that have been abandoned. You know, the PHP 8 uh, 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 mandates have uh, caused a lot of plugins to be cleaned up uh, from websites. Yeah, they really have. Yeah, that's it. If nothing else, that's one good thing to come from it. This is true. Also, plugins that you didn't even re that you may not have even realized have been abandoned are now showing up as having been abandoned. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. That's the whole problem. And unfortunately, I'm not that great at code writing. I can still write some code occasionally if I if I could rewrite code uh, really well. God, you know, you could make some money if you wanted to just grab these abandoned plugins, fork them, and re uh, resubmit them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's for someone who has the drive and wants to turn a business and doesn't need it as their primary income right now because it take a year or two to make the money. But still, you could start making money on them. Hemdian asked, what plugin are you using for the recipe? Oh, um, I can't remember the plugin name right now. It's the best. Uh, the best. It's uh, I use the premium version of it. I can tell you in a moment, though. I'll look it up. You keep wandering through the news. All right. So next thing we have here is GoDaddy retires Media Temple brand. So after 24 years of, of being in the hosting industry, they are closing the doors to Media Temple brand. All the clients have been fully migrated over to, over to the GoDaddy servers. The migration started in February 2023, and now that has been completed, <clears throat> Media Temple will, no, will close the doors. GoDaddy has assured the MT clients that they will be keeping their current products and pricing for equivalent products with access to more tools. So I thought this might be something good for people to know because apparently Media Temple was a huge, huge hosting company for a long time. Yeah, I vaguely remember something about them. I Yeah. And Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all I can say about Media Temple. It's like I saw it and I'm thinking, who's Media Temple? And then I read the article and I'm like, yeah, I sort of recall them, but because I started my own servers, I just sort of let it go by the wayside because it was no longer important. All right. Well, for, for anybody who likes to keep up on this, I thought it might be interesting to bring to the table. Yep. Next, we have Gutenberg 16.6 .6 introduces block hooks. Improvement to toolbars and nested blocks. 
So what was initially called auto blocks are now being called block hooks. This has been done because the auto blocks were actually a hook and block form. So the description will make more sense to those who know what a hook is. These blocks are designed to be a hook. The changes made to the toolbars on nested blocks means that the toolbar will now stay attached to the parent block. Before, the toolbar would move around. That sounds really frustrating. There is more about the changes, and you can follow the link in our show notes to learn more. But I thought that it was entertaining that they are changing the auto blocks and to block hooks. Well, you know, <laughs> every once in a while they make a change. They make a change that makes sense. Well, I find it interesting that the names seem to receive the most changes in Gutenberg. Mm -hmm. I I I wasn't there at the beginning of WordPress, though, so I don't know if they did the same thing in WordPress. No, no, they actually intelligently named shit from the beginning in WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> but that was before okay. political correctness came into effect. You know, once upon a time, we used to be able to use master and slave for primary and secondary hard drives. <clears throat> you know? mm -hmm. So they used names that made sense, but a lot of those names were not politically correct, so they had to get rid of them. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. No, it, the, the, the difference is between, you know, pol uh, policing speech and uh, allowing something to be logical. Well, Block hooks are, are the new name for the auto blocks. Yep. Uh, next, we have Performant Translations plugin is now available on WordPress.org. So earlier this year, an in-depth performance analysis revealed that translations can impact server response time. WordPress contributors proposed half a dozen technical solutions to improve this, and Performant Translations is the feature project that uh, came about and put all these into all, all these suggestions into work. So there the feature project by the core performance team is now available as a plugin on wordpress.org. Users who are using this can report new issues on the support forum to help them make it better. What I gather is that the goal of this new plugin is to reduce the amount of time uh, uh, reduce the impact of server response times, but still have the ability to translate. Yep. Uh, next. Oh, and then I have my funky random clean, my, my funky random one for the end of the news. So this is target of Europe's space junk cleanup mission hit by more space junk. <laughs> I've been finding this entertaining for the last few years. I mean, for a while there, the U.S. was thinking about creating a giant Nerf ball and sending it up into space, but they couldn't figure out how they would get it back down or how they would tether it to keep it in the U.S. that they wouldn't have it floating all over the place. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an issue trying to figure out how to clean up the space junk. What happened here, and they go through it in the article, is they were, they were studying one of the... Uh, bits of space junk, trying to figure out like velocity, size, all that stuff. And it got smacked into by another piece of space junk. Mm -hmm. It's becoming a serious problem up there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we have so much so, crap in outer, in our in our orbit right now. It's insane. I'm surprised we can still manage to launch a rocket into space. I think that the rocket probably just ends up with a lot of dings and bruises. Mm. <laughs> yeah, better be going as fast as all the other stuff out there. <laughs> So 
For those who are not aware, there is so much space debris up orbiting our planet. I mean, think about it. We've sent up satellites and we have uh, these machines that go up and they dump half of their engine or uh, that help get them into outer space. And that's just floating around. And we have all kinds of stuff in our orbit. So there's a lot of junk up there. And it's been ha- it's been causing more and more issues because what happens is it crashes into each other and that creates tinier pieces which orbit even faster which cause even more destruction when it when the tinier pieces crash into something and create more tiny pieces it's an ongoing issue eventually if we just leave it alone it'll probably just become dust <laughs> maybe maybe some of it'll eventually fall back to earth but problem is we just keep launching more and more into space I mean, think about how many uh, satellites uh, Elon's got up there right now. (laughs) Got a string of pearls circling the Earth. If you're as interested in this kind of stuff as I am, this article goes into the information on what they're planning on doing with it. Right now, Europe has the best idea, which is essentially to have one of those, you know those claw games where you try to grab the stuffies? Mm. Yeah. They basically want to launch those up and have the claws grab the, oh, cool. the space junk can and bring the, it back down. The space junk come in there and shear off the little wire for the claws. So we'll have claws out there floating <laughs> around too. <laughs> well, that's their idea right now. They, they're they trying to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, us humans are full of great ideas that turn out to be not so good. Not so good. <laughs> we do it all the time. I'm regularly party to that. I have great ideas. I start doing it saying, you know, that wasn't such a good idea. So. Yep. <laughs> This is the problem with it. All right. Well, enough of that fun stuff. It is time for us to wander off into some plugins. All righty. First one I've got out the gate for you here is called Banhammer. Monitor your site traffic, block bad bots, and users from your site. It's not a bad plugin on the whole. You know, I thought, well, I have a website in particular right now that for some reason everyone seems to hate it. And uh, I'm constantly putting plugins on there to slow down and ban the uh, morons that are trying to either hack into it or create problems or the bots or whatever. It's not a very big site, but it's just really highly trafficked for some reason. At any rate, um, I saw this one and I went, you know what? We'll give this one a shot and see how it works. It's not that bad. The only problem I had with it, it sets up really easy, starts to monitor stuff. There's no automation in it. You have to manually pop in there from time to time and you have to look into the um, armory, as they call it, and go in and manually block or ban or warn the users. Now, I don't know why you'd want to warn them. You know, it's to me, it's like just just block and ban them, period. You know, there's no, no need to warn them. If they're being a pain in the ass, you don't want them, period. So other than that, it's kind of useful, but you do have to monitor it. It's, it's perfect for a smaller site that wants to monitor some traffic. Maybe they've got some minor issues with users or whatever their problem is, and they just want to temporarily ban them. This is a nice way to temporarily ban and unban. You know, on the whole... Not a bad plugin. They do have some premium versions of it and of different plugins that for security. I didn't check out their other ones for security wise. The setup is really straightforward and easy enough. This is uh, what it looks like to uh, go into the place and then start banning stuff. You have to manually do all the banning. Tells you where they're coming from, what they're doing, and you can block or ban them or whatever you want to do. 
But on the whole, not a bad plugin. Worthwhile, does kind of work. You know, I give this one a four dragon rating. Go check it out. It's Banhammer, monitor site traffic, block bad users, and bots. All right. So we have some WordPress tips here. Oh, I have a major echo. That sounds so weird. Oh, it stopped. Okay, good. Uh, we would love to hear some tidbits from some of our producers out there. What did you figure out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone? Send these tidbits into uh, into me at amber at wppro.ca, and I'll get them up in here, and we can stop listening to my to my tips and start listening to some really awesome tips from our producers out there. Yeah, that would be useful. It would. I don't have enough experience to give like the best tips. I've only got just a little bit compared to some of our uh, some of our producers out there, man. I bet they have like the gold in tips and and tricks. Most likely. Come on, share your gold, folks. Share your gold. <laughs> so for making sites, oh, and also it doesn't have to be uh, just for making sites or beginner's tips. It can be for anything. You think of a tip, send it in. I'll get it up here. Create your own category. Uh, recently, I was working on a client site, and I made the mistake of giving the wrong information on how to do something because I didn't look closely enough at the plugins on their site before answering the question. Always have a look through the plugins on a site to see what those plugins do before answering a question or trying to solve an issue. Whether the site is yours or another's, you will not remember all the plugins that are there all the time, especially if you work on more than one site. We always think we will remember which plugins are on which site, but really, we don't. We don't remember at all. <laughs> don't even remember the what? ones on the ones we don't even remember the plugins on the sites we access the most. <laughs> no, not at all, because you're doing too much. Like, if you work on two sites, you might remember a couple plugins on one of the sites, but you're never going to be sure which site that, that plugin is actually on. And for people who work on, like, 20, 50 sites, you're not going to remember. Not, not in the slightest. So, before to read through the plugins on sites, before you answer questions, and before you try to solve any issues. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> worse than answering a question, only to discover later that's a plugin causing it that you should have uh, caught to begin with, or... Yeah. Always uh, good. Some beginner. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Says so always good to review the site before you do anything. Yeah, even if you think you know the site really well, you don't. <laughs> so beginner's tips. There are a bunch of plugins that don't exactly have an explanatory name on what they do, like Next Mind by Ali. This is a plugin for AI SEO optimization, but the name itself does not tell you this. So having a cheat sheet for yourself for the most used plugins throughout the various sites that you work on or on your single site that has these kind of names where you can't really tell what the plugin is for or what it does just from the name, that can be very useful. Another cheat sheet that is useful is a cheat sheet of the best plugins you've found for sites in general. A good example for me is Cube Color New Plugin. I always add this to sites I'm working on because it makes it a lot easier to find the plugins I need. It's easily removed, and it does not cause any issues because it's not there to do anything to the site so much as it's there to organize the plugins when you hit the Add New button. So there are a bunch of different plugins that could be very useful, and you could you could throw them onto a site you're working on, remove them as you go, or a plugin that is useful that would work for multiple sites that you work on. Cheat sheets are useful and great, and they are worth the time you will spend on them. The idea that you don't have enough time to create them is kind of silly because with the time you spend on these cheat sheets, you will save days worth of time down the road. 
Yep. <laughs> Very useful. I used to have that. I used to, back in the beginning, uh, I used to have a top 10 plugins, most recommended plugins. I used to have all those all those things. In fact, the articles can probably be still found at johnoverall.com. Uh, Likely. Um, all that stuff. But I did. That saved me tons of time as I was building out websites. I knew exactly what plugins to throw in. I also had a folder I kept on my uh, in my development folder for websites. I had a folder with a copy of all the plugins that were most common when starting a new website. They just upload them all and boom, boom, boom. And then if they needed updated, they just updated. So, yeah. Cool. There was a lot that I used to do for it, but uh, I sort of let that slide in the uh, world that I'm in now. Well, now it's time for my plugin. All right. Post types order by NSP code. You didn't hear that at all, did you? Hear what? The, the little jingle in front of you. You talked right over it. No, I didn't hear. I, I I listened for a second, didn't hear anything, and figured you weren't playing it. Oh, no, I played it, and you talked right over it. It was really kind of fun. Aw. Oh, you can start again, though. Start talking, or? Yeah, start start talking again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were saying you wanted to start the, the jingle again. No, no, I'm just going to leave it at that. Don't worry, folks. I'll edit it out in post. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> so post types order by NSP code. This is a plugin that we've been using for a bit. And I realized although we use it and recommend it, we haven't really done too much of a review on it. There's like a basic review a while back, but I figured I'd do a more in-depth review. Once you've downloaded and activated this plugin, you go to posts, then reorder. Here you will see every single post you have, and you can drag and drop them into any order you like. Great thing is that when you reorder any of these posts, no other ordering of posts will be affected and it will take effect immediately after hitting update at the bottom of the page. This is really great if you have any posts you want to arrange in a particular way, though be aware it does seem to override organization in your page builder at least some of the time. I'm not sure if it's all the time because I've only tested out an Elementor and it did definitely override any kind of organization that you can do with Elementor. Hmm. <clears throat> Um, I had a I had an experience where I hadn't realized that the client had this on their site. I told them how to reorder some posts through Elementor. Elementor could not reorder the posts. And so the client was a little frustrated. I was just confused. Until I noticed that they had this plugin and was able to point them in that direction. And it's it was very easy. Once I told them where to go, they could just drag and drop, put it in any order they wanted. Worked out great. And uh but yeah, the the plugin is really good, but it does not allow for the actual organization to happen through something like elementary. You can try to use it and nothing happens. Yep. Oh, good to know. The plugin is kept up to date fairly well, and I have not had any real problems with this. It seems to play nice with others. The fact that it tends to override page builder reordering capabilities shouldn't be too much of an issue since you're already able to reorder the post with the plugin itself, and it, it doesn't affect any, re, uh, any ordering of other things. It's just, just the posts. As it stands now, the plugin is a freebie, and they are doing a great job making sure it stays that way. So I definitely recommend... Oh, uh, if you deactivate the plugin, the posts will go back to whichever order was there beforehand. You can get the order back by reactivating it, though if you delete the plugin, you will have to go through all the work of getting the posts into the order you want all over again. So I definitely recommend that you check this one out. It works really well. I rate it at five dragons. <laughs> 
very cool. Yeah, it's useful. I've used it once or twice on websites when they needed to bring posts to the top for their editing. It's, it's usually very useful if you got a few posts that you edit regularly, you know, and sometimes you have a post you edit once uh, quite regularly, you change content on it, and it's nice to have it at the top instead of having to search for it every time. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do a review on its counterpart, the page reorder. Hmm. Cool. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. All right, so earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's lighter stock to bursting. We have our freelance producers, backroom producers, and warroom producers. There are special perks for backroom and warroom producers that you can learn about on our site, wppluginsa-z.com. Click on Time, Treasure, or Talent Donations in our main menu to learn all the nitty-gritty details and how you can add your two cents. If you can also go to our show notes, we have a basic explanation of what a freelance backroom and warroom producer are. You can also join in and be part of your own production, support the show at the same time. There are loads of ways you can use us as your tool to get out there, like getting an interview, leaving a review for a plugin, or donating your own plugin review or your own plugin license. It doesn't just help you out, it also helps us out. You're our producers, it gets our name out there, and it gets your name out there in turn. It helps us both. You can check out all the different ways to do the supporting here in our show notes. We do have a question today. <clears throat> Excellent. From, from a producer. Hey guys, I reserved my domain and see there are many options, .com, .ca, whatever country, .org, and so on. Is there a rule of thumb of how many to buy? Should I buy all the relevant ones? Will that truly increase my presence? And last but not least... How will it affect my SEO, positively or ne negatively? Thanks, Anna. All right. Well, rule of thumb, however many you can afford, buy them. <clears throat> That's the rule of thumb. Um, the way you want to buy them is you want to buy .com if you can get it. If not, you want to buy your country for whatever it is, if it's .ca for Canada, you know, and then you'll want to buy .org or .biz if it's a business. But um, the rule of thumb is to buy as many as you can afford per year. You know, the pricing has gone up on domains in the last few years by a fair chunk. What used to be 6 and $7 is now anywhere from 9 to $30 per domain, depending on what extension it has on it. Actually, some of them are even more than that. Wow, does, I didn't realize that. Does it increase? Well, there's some of the really specialized ones. Like they used to, you used to not be able to get the dot .store, dot, um, I can't remember. It's like they've pretty much taken everything and made it into extension now. Um, Makes as, sense. As a domain. Kind of running out of words. <laughs> yeah, well, there's only so many words and you can only have one domain per extension or one name mm -hmm. per extension. So they've tried to make it so other people can get these different uh, ones they couldn't get before. But, of course, the ones that had those other ones, they snapped them all up. It's like, for instance, uh, johnoverall.com. Um, I own the .biz, .net, .org. You know, I got them all. Now, does it increase your presence? Mm, yes and no. Because yes in that if people forget and they type .org or they type whatever, that helps. I don't know that it actually helps increase your presence on the Internet. You know, um, as far as SEO, I 
they say it positively can affect your internet if you have them properly redirected with proper canonical uh, URLs attached to it. It can impact it. It can be negative if it's negative things. I, don't know, I use the domains, all the multiple domains I have in multiple ways is basically how I use them. I bought them mainly so no one else could own them is the whole reason I bought them and then pay for them every year. So the idea, you really only need one domain unless you're in a highly competitive field and you happen to be lucky enough to grab all the domains that can keep your competitors away from the primary name. Like if, for instance, you were lucky enough to get, um, um, I'm trying to think of some general term. Uh, let's start with hosting. You know, if you were lucky enough to get something in hosting.com, uh, you know, you'd want .com, you'd want .org, .biz, you'd want them all because you'd want to prevent any competitor from buying up the ones in alternate names and setting up a competitive site and, and maybe getting tagged by somebody typoing something. You know, so it's, it's a matter of, you know, how much money you want to spend for your domains every year and whether you truly need it. Is it that competitive of an industry you're in that you want multiple domains in it? So anyway, that's my take on it and uh, all about the domains that uh, I have. I have... Shit ton. I think I currently only have 120 domains. At one point in time, I think I own 250. That's quite a few. Yeah, it can get expensive year after year if you're not using them, though. I started mm-hmm. letting them expire a few years ago because it's like, I'm never going to use this. I'm never going to use this. And I let somebody else have a chance at it. Some people sit on them forever. Now, I have sold a few domains and made a few bucks off my off domains that I bought for a purpose and then I never got around to using it. And somebody comes along and says, hey, you want to sell that domain? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'll take three grand for it. You know, cool. I, think, I think the top one I've ever sold was, I think I, taught, I sold one for six grand once. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and it's actually a cool website now. It's adsatwork.com. And I used it. I used it for an ad site too. When I ran an ad site back in the day when it was really popular, but they use it now to promote, um, promote uh, selling advertising on the internet. So yeah, they bought that from me about five years ago or so. I still own the .ca version of it though. (laughs) Well, maybe they'll come back at you. No, they're an American company. They can't have the .ca version. Oh, okay. A lot of your com- your country names, you have to prove you're a citizen of that country or a corporation in that country to get that uh, country domain. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep, that keeps uh, keeps the Flanders out of the way, man. Alrighty. All right. So, oh, I don't think we have any meetups happening anytime. Soon. Did the meetup Victoria die out? I kind of figured it would. Well, let's go check it out real quick. Let's see. What yeah. Got? It's hard to do, man. It's a very hard to do. I ran that. I ran. I ran the WordPress meetup for Victoria for years. That's the. That's the WordPress one. I ran the one for Victoria for years. Yeah, their last one was in July sixth. Yeah, I don't think we have anything coming up anytime yeah. soon, but maybe they'll start up again. Yeah. Takes a lot of work to run a meetup. Yeah, it does. And uh, I know. I've been there, done that. And then, I'll, of course, to give talks. And Well, I used to give talks at mine, and I used to arrange speakers for mine. You know, made mine worthwhile. He was trying to do an online version. So, at any rate, 
And we've now officially gotten through all of the word camps that were planned around the world for the month. Excellent. So I'll have to go back in and check those out again. But if anybody is interested in the in the show notes here, we have central.wordcamp.org where you can go and check things out to see what's happening around the world for word camps. If anybody is interested in reaching out to us, we have a brick and mortar address where you can send in art or notes or treasure. And we also have our virtual addresses too. You can find those here in our show notes. Today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the Banhammer, Monitor Site Traffic, Block Bad Users and Bots by Jeff Starr. You know, ban or warn any WordPress user or IP address, restore access to any banned targets, monitor site traffic in the Armory, and more. Go check it out. I gave it a four dragon rating. And I covered post-order types by NSP Code. With auto start option on, you don't need to worry about any code changes. Plugin will apply customized post-order on the fly. You can reorder, uh, the reorder interface appears to, for every custom <coughs> post type in a non-hierarchical way. And it's very easy to use with drag and drop for organization. I rated this at five dragons. Very cool. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. All right. So if anybody out there has any questions they'd like to have asked here on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. We'll see if we can stump my dad. First question for you. What cheat sheets have you created over the years for plugins? You mentioned uh, you mentioned one of them uh, earlier, but were there any others? Well, yeah, well, top 10 list, um, primary plugins, uh, best plugins for, I've created cheat sheets for pretty much everything in plugins. I had, hmm. I had a loss. You can, I still probably got those lists in some of my stored folders and articles I've written on johnoverall.com. There'll be tons of information there. You know, I, I did a lot when I was, when I was, when I was coming up into this, I documented a lot of stuff, mainly for myself for future. If I wanted to refer back to it, I just didn't anticipate the way WordPress changed and evolved. I wasn't anticipated to speed up to the, to the speed of light. You know, because for a long, long time, technology evolved at a steady pace. You could mm -hmm. absorb it. But about mm, five, seven years ago, it suddenly switched into high gear and it started evolving. It went from it went from having updates. WordPress updates were initially once, twice a year. It went from that to three times a year. And then for a while there, they had they made an effort to update it five times a year. Fortunately, they backed it down to three times a year now. Three, well, I appreciate three, that. maybe four times a year. About every quarter they put out an update, give or take. But yeah, and it's like it's like dealing with the updates and all the other software we've got. You know, for a long time, Windows got updated. You know, once every couple of months. Now it's like every other week. It's mm -hmm. like my browser. I did updates in my browser like three days ago, and now it's already screaming at me, update, update. It's like fuck off. Yeah, me too. So I like, swear, the browser, like, I, I swear you have to update it every week now. Not every week, every three days. No, so I give up, man. It's like, I'm going to ignore you until I finally get around to dealing with it. Because I don't trust you. That's the biggest thing. I don't mm -hmm. trust you and your updates because I've updated you and stuff breaks. So. Yeah, that is a real hassle. That's the big hassle is I can no longer trust their updates because so many things break when they rush out these updates. 
Yeah, I mm-hmm. used to be able to trust the updates because they tested them before they released them. That's why it took so long to release the updates because they tested them to make sure they didn't break everything. Now they don't test them. They go, oh, we fixed it. Oops. Seems Joe over at the uh, in the uh, lower corner of the uh, last office there uh, dropped a colon. And uh, oops. <laughs> so. Okay, well, that's it. I Like I said, I've created tons of them. You can find a lot of them. Just go, I don't know how you would search for them in johnoverall.com, but uh, they're there. And then, of course, in the documents you have access to, I have them in there somewhere. So how much time would you say you saved in the long run by taking the time to create the cheat sheets for plugins? And how much help have they been overall? Well, when I was using them, they saved tons of time in the future. You know, versus like, okay, I built a website. It's like I, after a couple of websites, I know what plugins are going to go in. Okay, well, I monitor that, keep it. Oh, I got a new website. Oh, shit, what plugins? Are, oh, yeah, I've got my list here. Let's throw them all over. Now I just save myself because I can upload them instead of going to WordPress, choose the plugin, install the plugin, wait for it to install. That's a minimum of a two to three minute job at the very mm. minimum, two to three minutes. Say you got to do 10 of them. What is that? That's 20, 30 minutes. So if you have them all on a folder on your computer ready to FTP up, you FTP it up, it takes five minutes maybe to FTP it up, and you just go through and go activate, activate, activate. Now you've done this job in 10 to 15 minutes. How much time did you save? You saved anywhere from uh, 15 minutes to 30, or 15 minutes to 20 minutes of time. And that adds up over time. Yeah, it does. You I'd know? say that you would be saving yourself days and weeks worth of time in the long run. Yeah. It's like, it's like preparing it out. It's like getting ready right now. I'm getting ready right now for some, a ton of server work that I have to, that I have to do in the next six months. And I've started writing out my plan on how to do it. And once I have the plan written out, yeah, I'll spend an hour or two on the plan, but when it goes to do it, I'll have it all mapped out and I can just look at my plan and go, yeah, okay, I got to do that. 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 And I just get it all done. And I don't have to sit there and think through each step as I'm doing it with the possibility of breaking something along the way. So it's a you plan it all out. It makes it a whole lot easier if you can plan it all out. I mean, I'm all for do things on the fly. I have no problem doing that, but I realize it eats up more time than I can afford. So. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of my questions. Okay. I'll get the rest of them after the closing credits. That's the end of the questions, folks. For those of you listening on the download, you want to hear all the really cool, fun questions and true entertainment? Come check us out over on the YouTubes and uh, just scroll to the end of the show, find the extra credits, and boom, listen to the rest of the show. Anyway, I'm Lila Girl. Take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at 
WP Plugins A to Z. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.